I, I want to elaborate on inside. Yeah, inside is, is it this is something you've watched. Is you, you, yes. so you mentioned this to me recently. Was it last week or was it on the review show? It was on the review show on our other okay. podcast, The Review Show, where we've got a, a couple minutes of some banter up front. I told you I went That's to see right. the movie Inside, starring Willem Dafoe as a yes. art burglar who gets stuck inside of this high rise, high tech penthouse and cannot get out. He is inside. Uh, and you asked me how it was. And I'm like, oh, it was great. He broke stuff. He pooped. And I felt like I need to like days does. later. I feel like I need to explain what that means. <laughs> okay, please explain pooping. He <laughs> like Spider-Man explained to the Beyonder. Yes. <laughs> He's trapped in this penthouse. Uh, the owner, who is this famous like artist, arc architect i don't know but he's got a huge art collection so that's what willem dafoe is doing there he's here to steal these like couple really famous like high high price sure. paintings trapped inside owner's not back the owner won't be back for who knows how how long uh there's like he can't get any messages out to the outside and the utilities are off i mean there's electricity but the owner thought they were going to be gone on business right. for a while so like there's barely any food in the fridge. There's like mustard, <laughs> pickles, <laughs> no real food. And the water's been turned off. So that means the toilet doesn't work. I mean, you can put stuff in it, but it can't flush. It's it not flush, going right, yeah. anywhere. So this fancy art guy has got this big stone bathtub and Willem Dafoe just sits on the edge of the stone bathtub and poops in there. And there's a shot of it, of the poop. And it doesn't hold for longer than it needs to, but it's it is a blatant shot of the poop. You can see individual turds in there. Somebody took the time to like art design this poop, which I'm really curious about. I don't know whose job that is. I don't know what that poop is made out of. I want to learn that. I, I wonder if it's real poop. They're like, all right, well, you have 10 minutes. We'll shut the door. No. We'll give you some privacy. No, here's the thing. When you see this, it's already been a while. This movie is so fuzzy on time. At the end of it, I can't tell you how long he's been up there. Mm. A month? It's really not clear. So when you see all the poop in the bathtub, that's the first real time barometer you have. Where you I don't see. know still how many days that's been. But you're like, he's been trapped up here for that amount of poops it's harrowing <laughs> welcome so, like, back that's... to the what captain's <laughs> log number one <laughs> number 228 I, I think man and we're we're just explaining poop if you've been waiting this long to finally learn and figure it out this is the one uh my we're, name we're is slowly... Kyle Springer. i'm joined by <laughs> melissa wilkinson <laughs> Melissa, continue, we, please. Thank you. We're slowly going through all the basic facts of life. We've already covered how red and blue make purple. We've yes. covered how uh -huh. uh, snow is just wet but cold. <laughs> now we're going to talk about what poop is. <laughs> Next week's episode presented by the letter B and the number seven. We're just going to do it Sesame Street style. Just in case yeah. you need a refresher on anything. 
Is there so anything funny. as an adult that you know you learned when you were a kid that you feel like you need a refresher on because like they taught it to you when you were like eight? You're like, that didn't come up again. I feel like I'm supposed to know it, but I really don't. <laughs> Man, so uh, so he, he's trapped in, inside, as the title implies. Uh, you don't know exactly how long is this mm. like is there any other kind of awkward barometers of not not necessarily time but like other ways you can measure stuff in that realm like what he, else would you be measuring i guess besides time he eats much, right? like every scrap of food he can get into like he goes into the pantry like there's some dry pasta there's no Water. Eventually, he realizes that there is a small irrigation system for like a little like greenery area. Like the guy's got like a couple trees, like it's the lobby of an office building or something. Mm -hmm. So he's able to like reroute the water from that irrigation system, which must be separate from the water that's supposed to be in a toilet or a sink or whatever. He collects it and then he just soaks the pasta in it. He's like, if I let it soak for like a day, then I can eat it. It's not good, but I can eat it. He eats, you see him like I think the final thing he cracks into is like a can of dog food. He yeah. truly has to eat okay. every single scrap of wet everything he food? can find. Huh? Like wet dog food? Or yes. Dry? Yes. Okay. Wet. Wet in a can. Yeah. Only the best Gross. for this fancy art guy's dog. And he's tearing <laughs> the guy's place apart. It's a really cool looking like apartment. Filled with all sorts of really interesting art. And at the end, I don't know if anything was created specifically for the movie or if it is all copies of legitimate art that they just found in galleries out there in the world. But they've got credits for all the paintings at the end. There's cool. no like visual guide. It's just in a list like song credits. So it's not like I know which untitled number they three that refers to their sources. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. There's a reference list at the end, but there were no citations within the text of the manuscript. Uh, so he's just tearing stuff apart, trying to like live. So he sees there's a skylight and he thinks maybe I can like pry off. And it's like a little tiny one, like not really a skylight, more of like a set into the ceiling light. There's light back there. There's sunlight. You know, it's not like a huge sunlight. It's not like a huge um sunroof a sunroof for a building what did i just call it a skylight it's something little so Damn it's it. like this little panel set into like a lighting fixture on the ceiling and he's like maybe i can get up there and i can unscrew that thing and i can crawl out the roof of this skyscraper so he like stacks all the guy's furniture on top of itself he builds a barricade like it's lame is and he climbs up there and he has to like hack a piece of wood into the approximate shape of the nuts and bolts he's trying to pry out of there because he can't find any tools. So slowly over the course of the movie, he's trying to hack away at that thing and see if he can get out through the roof. And there were times when I asked myself beyond exhaustion, why is he not working on that right now? Like sometimes he lays on the couch and he watches like blurry, fuzzy TV because he can't really get reception. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the guy doesn't have a Old cable package. Static. Yeah. 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 He literally watches like warped porn at one point. Like warped <laughs> porn is still the, the out H, there. The HBO channel at night at night you might see a boob, boob. Right. You might get the right. The old girls gone wild. Yeah, so he's watching on. full like <laughs> snowy, distorted porn like people used to talk about catching on TV in like 1992. Yeah. So sometimes he stops and he does that. But mostly he is working away at like trying to get the nuts and bolts out of this one skylight panel to see if he can climb out through the roof. And that's how you measure time. Nuts and bolts okay. and poops. OK, there you go. There you go. Uh, the, the only stuff that I've been watching, uh, recently is Yellow Jackets. I finally finished mm. my season one rewatch of Yellow Jackets. Um, and yeah, still re- really, really love that show. Season two comes out, uh, at the end of this week here. They're doing some weird, confusing thing where it's on their app first, but yeah. all their advertising says on Paramount Plus with Showtime, but I have showtime on hulu and, and then it's gonna be on their cable channel on sunday i the whole thing is just really confusing um but yeah i i still really really enjoy that show most of my idea i mean it, we're still we're still only one season in so like none mm. of my ideas or theories have been like turned on their head per se um but there there was that what I, I won't spoil it, but there is that one time travel theory that floated out there <laughs> shortly after season one ended, which I absolutely do not think is a thing. But I guess mm. we'll see. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it can but yeah, be hard to tell one season into what is projected to be a five season show. What types of magic and sci fi are going to be on the table? Exactly. Like, Season one of Lost truly could have been anything. And you're kind of feeling out what can happen here. Are aliens on the table? I feel like if a show has aliens, they definitely telegraph that to you at the beginning. And the answer is never like surprise a couple seasons in. It's been aliens. (laughs) You never know. You never know. Mm -hmm. Um, But but yeah, we've been been watching that. that's kind of about it for what I've been watching, though. Um, mm. I w- will say this weekend on su- uh, su- Sunday, it'll be my one year anniversary here ah. in Oklahoma. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I have some some whiskey to drink. Oh, look at you. Because um, I, I guess my you're time a real adult class. Public. We bought these at Target. They're just the, the like stemless wine glasses. Um they they work great for like juice or whiskey in in this yeah. case um but uh yeah and they like we we have that it was, it was either drink it in this or the like monster jam plastic holographic <laughs> cup that i had so I was, I was, that would know. be a correct option too i mean <laughs> i i've still got the collectible shrek 3 sorry shrek the 3rd glasses from mcdonald's mm. oh Speaking of Shrek, I did watch the most recent Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. which was very good. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. The art in that is incredible. Animation is top notch. Um, my, my mom asked me about it 
and was like, I kind of really want to see that. Uh, and, and she was like, have you seen it? And at the time I was like, no, I haven't seen the first one though. She goes, Oh, there's a first one. I go, mm. yeah, it's a spinoff of Shrek. And she goes, Oh, I don't think I've seen the Shrek stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, mom. Like we went, we went to the theaters to like, see this she she had she's at least seen the first two um but uh yeah she just did did not know that that was a shrek spinoff um and then today she texted me would i like john wick (laughs) i was like uh probably i mean maybe I, I I was gonna say no, but like I I know my dad would love these. Yeah, you might yes. enjoy them, but they're not mm. like this is not a you movie, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I I was at my movie. parents' house, and my dad collects so many different movies on his DVR. They still have a DVR. They record movies off of cable, and nice. one of the movies they recorded was Zodiac. And I'm like, oh, Zodiac's very good. And they're like, oh, we don't really know anything about it. We were kind of curious. And mom says, Melly, who's Jake Gyllenhaal? Is he Spider-Man? <laughs> like, mom. Not far off. Right. And I'm trying to explain to her that, like, she was a contemp. He was a contemporary of Tobey Maguire. And that if Tobey Maguire left the Spider-Man franchise, he was the next person in line. But I don't know if she got all that. Yeah, I'm like in another universe he is Spider-Man. A, he's, yes. He's a Spider-Man yes. villain in another right. universe, not that, the one over here, but that you know, might it's all the multiverse. Uh she's just like, That might have been what she was thinking of was Mysterio. I I think so. That's exactly what my mind went went to. She's like, "Well, he's in a Spider-Man movie, but he's not Spider-Man." Um but uh, yeah, uh, so that that's kind of all the stuff I've been watching. I have a question. Right off the bat, though. yeah. I guess it's not right off the bat. We've been ta- talking for 10, twelve minutes 10, into 10, the bat, yeah, yeah, minutes or so. Yeah, um, you have on a shirt that says I "Written do. and Directed by M Night Shyamalan," uh, yes, which is a very you shirt. I love. It. <laughs> I think sure it's is. great. Melissa, if you were written and directed by M Night Shyamalan, what would your twist be? Oh man. <laughs> I'm putting you on the, on the spot, so you am, might not have. So you're like, am I like, a ghost? Am I a lady in the water? Anytime I get in the water, I'm a lady in the water. I'm that every day. Be the lady you want to see in the water. There you go. <laughs> um, I'll tell you something. I don't know if this is a twist, but it is a a tragic irony in my life right now, okay. <laughs> which is that I bought an exercise bike. Uh, it's okay. You can't see it. It's right over here. It's just, just off frame. Screen. I'm slowly putting it together piece by piece. It's quite an endeavor. I live on a third floor apartment, so I wanted to make sure I got a piece of equipment that was not going to be a nightmare to like move downstairs whenever I move in the future. Like I don't want some huge hulking thing. I wanted something relatively lightweight, but I am not lightweight. I am, I am quite heavy. That's why I am buying the exercise bike. So I bought this thing. I'm putting it together. I still have to lose a couple pounds off the bike before I can get on the bike because I'm a little bit over what its maximum oh, no. weight is. 
this is like when you bought the car and then you never drove the car. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to get on the bike. Like give me a little bit of time and then I can I like once I put it together I have to get on it a little bit just to make sure okay it works. I'm it's like right for my height and things like that. I've got it set mm-hmm. up correctly. But then I just have to leave it there in the corner and go back to my gym for another another couple sessions to make sure I'm, I'm not above that maximum weight because I don't want to buy this thing and then immediately break it. Yeah, that that sucks that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've been we've been I've, I've been thinking about getting something like that. Well, either it's an exercise bike or a treadmill. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would love a treadmill and put that in a room where i can like have a tv and just exactly walk or slowly jog while i'm watching a show or playing a video g- 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 game or something like that uh, but our our ceilings are fairly low in this house they're they're not super tall um and we got you, you guys can't see it here but we have ceiling fans and all of the like bedrooms there's no space in our, our living room uh, so it might just go in the garage if I ever get one, but then I either have to deal with like extreme heat or extreme cold uh, while <laughs> See, doing that. That's there's not no fun. TV. You just look at that infinite beach. I don't think we've have we mentioned the infinite, no, the infinite beach, beach on the beach. podcast. <laughs> I don't think you so. tell. It's your story to tell, not mine. <laughs> so uh, when when I moved into this house like when, when you get a new place right one yes. of the things you want to do is fill the walls with art artwork uh or posters or what have you um and uh so i not only wanted to buy more posters i i also like i'm i'm no longer like cheapo college kid like i'm just gonna like thumbtack them on i actually want to buy nicer frames yeah for some of this stuff and i'm gonna be real picky about like what posters i get uh and stuff like that um but we bought a couple just kind of of the like real cheap frames as like a makeshift hey we need something to hang in our garage because it's this like really ugly wood paneling from the 70s but it's also our garage like we're not necessarily hanging the fanciest things out in Mm -hmm. our garage um and our idea what we we also have a portrait of my partner and her father uh, yes that he gifted to her as a like birthday or christmas present uh and he didn't know it would be as big as it is but it is a like big giant uh like canvas like cell phone picture of them so it's a little <laughs> bit pixelated but it's just on this big like canvas yeah. uh and it's it's just kind of awkward because of how big it is um, and like and how pixelated it, it is. So we didn't really know where to hang this. Like we didn't really want it in the living room. That's kind of weird and awkward. We didn't want it in the bedroom. That's kind of weird and awkward. <laughs> uh, like it, th- 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 there was just no great space for it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to like disrespect this gift. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're like. Okay, let's hang it up in the garage. But that means we need to hang a lot more things in the garage to make it not be lonely or just like this, like, what do you have this thing in the garage? Right? Like, so I, big blurry I, I dad have, picture in the garage. Right. Which like, is where I, dads want to be. 
Um, so I, I have like one of my paintings from college up in in that uh, we bought it like an old uh, comic book, uh, like Marvel's Avengers. I, I, I think it's in Infinity Warp, mm. in Infinity Gauntlet, I, I should say, because it has like old school Thanos uh, on there. And then we bought a po- poster for Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, mm. And in a lot of these, these frames that you can buy, they come with that like sample photo that's just on like a real thin sh- like piece of yep. paper. And in some of the frames we got, it was the exact same picture of a beach, a beach with like this wave that is like halfway way in. You can say the sky and we hadn't thrown them away yet. And I was just like, you know what? Why don't we just go ahead and put these up on the wall and we can just have a secret beach in our garage. We just have like we have four of these exact same picture. Yes. All like like lined up. And so we just have this like beach scape in our garage. <laughs> it's, it's our it's our secret infinite beach. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's 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 just an interesting, fun thing that we, we have in in the house. But we do plan on getting like more posters and canvases, mm-hmm. whether it's ones we specifically seek out or we find it in like a thrift store or a garage yeah. sale or something like that. Because you can always find some interesting art and mm-hmm. stuff at, at, at some of those places. Um, but, yeah, that is our infinite beach. uh the the m night Shyamalan twist in my story would be that beach is a real place um yeah you walk through the wall you go to the beach you get old you die your bones lesson all photos are of real things (laughs) there you go (laughs) i i i guess you could have a could you have a photo of a fake thing if it's been photoshopped if you've taken a photo of an illustration like gandalf's not real i just took a photo of the back but of my lord illustration the is real illustration you know is real I mean? it, it exists right um <laughs> yeah, so dumb uh, <laughs> I, I i forget what i was about to go in, into that made me think of something and now i completely forget what that was going to be oh uh i i guess the next thing i can mention a couple weeks ago you gave me a a youtube video of the cinema cartography's top 30 films uh yeah and i finished that up today i watched it was, it was like two hours long it's real long but he it's hefty good, like four or five minutes on each movie on like why it's in the place it's in and what is so neat about that movie um I have two picked out so far. I need to find a third one. I'm going to pick three of those as a theme for the review show. One, one, just like here's, here's three that spoke to me. Um, and I, I I think that'll be fun, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. I think that was a good good list. There was lots of stuff that I wasn't familiar with. There was some that Mm -hmm. I had seen. There were some that like, I, I know it by name or I know the director. Yeah. Um, it was a good mix and movies from all over, from Japan and Russia and Germany and America and 
all sorts of stuff. So good stuff. Good, good. I that was an illuminating video. Yeah. I'm happy you found knowledge in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. So uh, b- before we do our break for housekeeping and stuff, we should go into our Yankee Goes to Hollywood segment for Shazam, because you and I both went to go yes. see Shazam recently. We have a whole spoiler cast up. Uh, if you guys want to go hear some of our thoughts on that. But let's dive into Yankee Goes to Hollywood. Relax. All right, Melissa. Shazam, yes. Fury of the Gods. If it was a candle, what would it smell like? I First off, I need to talk about Yankee Goes to Hollywood as an entire segment because it's really sure. evolved since the first time we introduced it. The initial purpose of Yankee Goes to Hollywood was when one of us had seen a movie and the other one hadn't. We had to give a very abstract tease to the other person. I think you saw Black Widow before I did. Mm-hmm. And this was the the feedback I wanted. That's, I asked you. That's mm-hmm. typically what would happen is I would go see them on Thursday. Nights. Exactly. You typically go on Saturday. Yeah. And we used to record on Friday, so we would have you give me this tease. But lately, we've been trying to do it together for a movie we have already both seen. Like, we did it a couple weeks ago for Cocaine Bear, which is fun. It's always a fun experiment. But after we recorded that episode, I was like, we didn't really actually say anything about Cocaine Bear. We could have. That's, that's we didn't mention point. a single real element about it. I don't know if anybody wanted that. It, that that's... Like it, it is a weird tease, right? That is exactly what it is. Mm. It, it's not spoilery. It's not, uh, you know, here's a basic plot synopsis. Here's our, th- it, it is just this interesting, like, wait, why would it smell like that? And then they like, I like, I'm, I'm hoping just out of curiosity, it will spark people's interest. Um, but yeah, it, it, it I, has evolved a little bit since now we <laughs> the, on our, rec- our recording schedule is on Wednesdays now. So, yeah, it's 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 just, it's just like, well, <laughs> we can both come up with the idea. <laughs> it's it's something I love doing. I just feel like sometimes it stands in place for like we do this and then we stop talking about the movie. We share no other further thoughts. And in this case, we've got a whole like reactor core you can go listen to. But like if somebody comes to the podcast and they're like, what do these guys think about cocaine bear? We spend 10 minutes being like, what does cocaine smell like? Are we allowed (laughs) to know? Will we go to jail if we Google that? (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) so the the candle smells like a forest and end of discussion shazam fury of the gods i think it smells uh it's got a real fruity candy smell to it lots of strawberry lots of lemon Mm -hmm. i would agree i would agree um I, i i think it can also smell kind of musty to be honest, uh, like old, old <laughs> subway system, old Musty ancient maze. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so these these old stinky monsters, right? <laughs> just this musty smell. Old. <laughs> I'm just. I, 
you go to the candle store, they've got fresh rain, they've got washed linen, they've got beach at night, they've got old stinky monsters. (laughs) (laughs) That might work, right? Hey, Dungeons and Dragons, you guys have a movie coming out. Right. Not a series of candles that smell like the monsters that they fight. Give us a (laughs) series. Honestly, somebody surely has already made a set of candles that smell like the different classes. Like, light your room with the scent of Bart. <laughs> let <you> Barbarian go, <laughs> go through your, your home. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, let Barbarian enter your life. <laughs> That's what the movies asked us to do last year. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. It's, it's Girl, fun. did you yeah, let I, Barbarian enter your life? I. I, I Melissa, my whole life is a barbarian. <laughs> did you watch the horror <laughs> film? Did you watch the horror film Barbarian? No, I did not. I did not. I I I, I would like you to. I've 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 heard very good things. You know me, I don't really like horror movies, so most of those I just let go by without a second thought. Um my parents really liked it. I know they watched it. Your parents watched Barbarian? They did. They, 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 they've watched Barbarian. They met Kanye. They, they're asking about <laughs> uh, John Wick if my mom would like it. Like they, they've done. They were at the 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 new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster right. before either right. of us were right. Like they, they're they're living their lives. They live, sometimes your parents just sound like a direct copy of my parents, and sometimes they take a real hard swerve left. <laughs> my parents would never watch that. They're unsure about Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac too exactly. intense. Uh, I recommend Barbarian, uh, but not above X. Yeah, that, that and not an X not above Sunshine. These are the orders of films I've told you I want you to see. <laughs> Melissa's top 10 films that she wants Kyle to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so Shazam was interesting. I enjoyed it and I had fun. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think fun can be had. And it is a good film for the whole family. Um, but it's also not DC's best. Nothing really to write home a- about. But like I said, still had fun. That, yeah, I I had a great time. You know, will I remember it very far into the future? I don't know. But I had a rollicking two hours and 10 minutes in the theater and you could, too. There you go. There you go. Uh, with that, we will take a quick break to do some housekeeping. Uh, and then when we come back, we'll get to the second half of the show. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. 
Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back once again. A big shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you for supporting Thank us. Thank you. It means a lot. Uh, on the Pilots Club this past month, we discussed CSI, the very first CSI episode. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but coming up this next month, Bob Patterson. This is an interesting yes. one. M Melissa, what's what's the quick rundown behind Bob Patterson? Uh, interesting sure is generous. Bob Patterson is a Jason Alexander led sitcom. I want to say it aired on ABC in 2001 uh, from October 2001 to October 2001. It aired four or five episodes and then zilch disappeared. I think what is interesting about it is that they'd filmed like 10 and over time, some of the unaired ones have gotten out, but there's still a couple episodes of Bob Patterson that are utterly lost. Yeah. That, it's just, it's such a fascinating, like, odd thing of just the show that existed for such a short period of time is also, like, not a, a like, oh, it's one of the most famous lost. It's just, it's just kind of a nothing. Is, is kind of what it is. And I, I find that fascinating. <laughs> like we watched Puchinski, the pilot that aired for a TV show that like never came to be. We've yeah. seen 100% of Puchinski. Yeah. We've seen one of one. We're never going to see all of Bob Patterson. Maybe not. Anyways, uh, be on the lookout for that on the Pilots Club coming up uh, next month on our Patreon uh, but cool things we've been up to here at the Whatnots, of course, here on the show, the Captain's Log last week, uh, we did a small roundup of the Oscars. Melissa, you had your prediction sheet and got to talk about what ones you got right and wrong. Uh, and then I also talked about catching whiplash from a TV episode description. Um, the, the certain show I was <laughs> watching, I just the, what that's what happens in the next one? Oh my god uh so that was are you an, an are you over this case of whiplash did the did the suit have had help better yeah okay it, good it, it did i had to lay down for a good like 24 <laughs> hours but i was recovered <laughs> um i i am back to 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 me <laughs> um <laughs> over on the review show we watched something really really cool this week mm -hmm. we covered angeline this is a five-part mini series kind of mockumentary reenactment uh, i don't even really know how to describe this uh it's based on true events uh a real person uh who goes by the name of angeline Back in the late 70s, early 80s in Los Angeles, she put up a bunch of billboards advertising herself, but it was just a picture of her and her name. And that was it. And it was just kind of this mysterious thing of like, who is Angeline? And she ended up becoming famous just for being famous. 
Um, and as far as I know, she's still out there doing her thing, being Angeline. Yeah, I, I haven't done serious research into the current standing of Angeline. I haven't heard otherwise. I hope she's yeah. still out there driving around. Yeah, that, that one was a, a good surprise because that would have been a show that I normally would not have watched or have even been on my radar. But that one was awesome. I, li- I liked mm-hmm. that one a lot. Um, and then over on the reactor core, both Ignacio and myself just recorded our uh, first reactions to The Mandalorian Season 3 Part 1, which is the first half, the first four episodes of The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, some differing opinions on that one. It was interesting. I, oh. I wouldn't say we got into an argument, but we had a very circular discussion. <laughs> huh. <laughs> kind of went nowhere. Um, but wow. it was a lot of <laughs> fun uh, to have that discussion. Uh, and uh, we will reconvene for that one in about a month um, to do part two. Yes, Melissa. I'd like to ask you. Like, I know you talked about the Last of Us season finale, which seemed to be widely debated and controversial. Is that the same case with Mandalorian or is it just you and Ignacio who don't see eye to eye on it? Is anyone else arguing about it? Long story short, short, he's more like, I don't know where this season is going. They haven't really had like a strong hook to be like, this is what this season is about. And I'm 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 I, and then there's me who's just like, ah, but there is if you're looking at the long game, this one is interesting. <laughs> it's important. He's like, it's not really there, though. How will they wrap this up? All this stuff I'm like uh, they might not wrap it up. The massive success. There will be more seasons after this. They don't have to wrap everything up in one season. Um, but yeah, that's been fun. And then. Like we mentioned before, we have our Shazam spoiler cast up there, too. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, and we are going to talk about Yellow Jackets on the reactor core. We're just not sure yet. We're going to watch this season premiere and see how we feel if we need to talk about that episode right away. Or if we're like, we'll talk about it every two episodes. We're going to see how the season is paced. We will cover it, but we're playing it by ear yes. on exactly how. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, And then last but not least for housekeeping stuff, apparently YouTube has started to add in some new podcasting features. It sounds like YouTube music is in the near future going to include podcasts uh, on 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 that, which I guess on the YouTube music app, they want you to be able to just listen to it, even though it is still a video. So we have our on our YouTube. I've been keeping playlists of like the Captain's Log of the review show. And that's essentially what the podcasts are. You just designate those playlists as a podcast um, and then it will get certain new f- features. I don't think all those features have rolled out yet. I don't know when that is exactly happening, but we are set up so that when it does happen, we'll be on there. So. Keep that nice down the road but that's all of the housekeeping we got for this week uh so i i want to start off with this let's let's take a trip down memory lane melissa mighty morphin power rangers were, were, uh-huh. were you in were you into the power rangers when you were a kid i liked power rangers i was never super into them like i i didn't like want to be any of them i didn't I don't know if I had any toys. I didn't Ranger. I need to be the pink Ranger. 
I I liked her. I I, sure. I remember having some fondness for Power Rangers. Really, I liked the villains. I liked Rita. I liked Bulk and Skull. Big Bulk yep. and Skull fan over here. <laughs> I've got. I feel like I. I like Power Rangers, but less than many other people, how they like the Power Rangers. Like, I can tell you so few facts about them. I, I was very into the Power Rangers when I was much younger, but I nowadays don't have as like, I'm not I'm, I'm not in them nowadays i know that there's some recent comics that have supposedly been yeah very, very good yeah um, and as, as you guys know back behind me i still have some original power rangers action figures in the boxes back here along with my street shark action figures back there i am very proud of of those i like them a lot uh but did did, did you happen to see anything about this mighty Morphin power rangers once and always you wrote this on our docket. I can't even tell what type of media this is. Is this Fair a movie? Enough. Is this a show? A comic? A podcast? This a seems food? to be. So Can a, I a, eat a, this? Is it a cereal? Trailer, a trailer came out today. Netflix is making a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie called Once and Always. It seems like it'll be out April 19th. This is a reunion of the original Power Rangers. All oh. the original actors back in their suits, still doing wow. it in time, doing all of the Sentai stuff. It's great. It looks awesome. Rita Repulsa is back. Um, Rita? Rita is back. Yeah, so you, you'll have to go look up a, a, a trailer for, for that, oh. that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super interested to see what they do with it, especially since... And I, I forget, it's Jason David Frank. That's his name, right? He's the one that I think so. passed away. So he's oh, one of the Rangers that passed he away. He was one of them. I believe one of them did pass away, but I'm not sure which one it was. And so, yeah. Regrettably, I, know if, I just know I, one I, of the Power Rangers died. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this kind of got started after his death as a like, hey, like, let's let's like. For for him, let's just do one more victory lap here and do that. Um, but it like some of the old school locations, like you see, like the the school that they're in, oh. the like '90s styled school that they're in. Oh, I like I'm I'm so excited for this j just to see what this is. Um, but but yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always. Um, I saw that today and that got oh me my stoked. oh he did he did die last year i completely yeah. missed that i didn't know that happened i did oh it was uh not sure if i'm pronouncing this correctly uh twee trang who the one of the yellow rangers who i believe died some years ago that's the one i knew mm. about i didn't know about jason yeah. david frank i'm yeah, sorry to he, hear he that recently yeah um oh. but uh yeah I'm I'm interested to see what this is because it's like oh man that like I I I like those are my Rangers those are the ones that I remember from mm -hmm. all movies Secret of the Ooze like all that good stuff um so I'm I'm super stoked about all of that uh but also going down memory lane we got a little bit of sad news this week yeah. that I know we have to talk about here on the podcast uh unfortunately this past week lance reddick passed away uh one of my favorite actors uh we have yeah. been 
uh like i i I feel like we've both been fans of his in multiple stuff that he's been in um we got the chance to watch all of fringe over on the review show um and i i don't know if this is recently but our episode of season one of fringe has like three thousand views on youtube that one is good awesome i i wonder if that is a more recent thing like because he passed away and it like shot up who knows um but man like died unexpectedly it it seems as far as i know was just natural causes i don't think there was any kind of sickness that i was aware of i don't think foul play was involved uh he is a major part of the destiny video oh he he is one of the voice actors in that he apparently was playing the game like the night before um oh like i i just man i yeah just all of a sudden it was like no way how how does this happen um so yeah sad sad news with that i Truly one of the best to ever do it. Like he's mm-hmm. briefly in Lost, maybe just for an episode or two, Matthew but he really Abaddon. makes an impression on you. Yeah. And then he's great in Fringe and, and he's also in the John Wick movies. We've um, I am yeah. happy that we have we haven't yeah, been quiet. We, we, we've been vocal about how much we love Lance Reddick. You can listen Lance to like six awesome. different podcast episodes where we talk about how great is it that Lance Reddick is in this thing? He's a guy yeah. you're always so excited to see pop up everywhere in person or in voice work. One of my friends was saying he was sad and about uh, the, the potential of missing out on his performance in, I think it's Legend of Vox Machina, the critical role sure. show, yeah. like multi-talented. I did such a, a great person, always like the best part of anything you see him in the brightest star so it's going to yeah. be really emotional going to see John Wick 4 this weekend. It really is. Um, yeah, I, I first came across his work in Fringe uh, and then saw him again in The Wire, um, which is a, a fantastic show. Um, and it is all about the drug game in Baltimore, which is where he's f- from, um, which is neat. And then. I, if, if if you get a chance to go look at his tw- tw- Twitter, he was always oh. on there just having a blast. He was having a great time all the time. Um, oh. There was a, a recent video of it. I think it's recent of him. He just starts this recording and is, is he's already like smiling and laughing, just being like, I'm a goof. One of my favorite words. My wife hates it, but I say it all the time. She hates it when I say titty. And I just love <laughs> saying titties. And just like ever since I was a young and he's just giddy. He's so happy. Um, I hope that's what you see when you die. You ascend to the pearly gates. <laughs> Lance just, Reddick turns around oh, and just and says just titties. titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like it's like the, the Simpsons logo like appearing through <laughs> the clouds. The titties. <laughs> that's what um, it is. Yeah, yeah, he he was fantastic. He was always my p- pick, uh, my my fan cast for Martian Manhunter h- in the DC oh, universe. Yes. I thought he would have been great at that role. He would have been awesome. Um, 
but yeah what a loss he's he's a he's a fantastic uh-huh. actor so yeah rest oh in peace lance reddick I, and the day that happened was the day where in to keep up on schedule for the review show i had to watch fast seven the one where paul walker dies oh, yeah. so it was a rough day rough day indeed yeah um there you go uh in other news this will be a quick one victoria alonzo has apparently been fired from marvel studios i I, at first the 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 word was out that she is no longer with them we weren't sure if she was fired or if she left um though the word abrupt was being thrown was being thrown around and i just saw a newer article that came out not too long ago like as we were recording this that did say she was fired um Mm. she has been with marvel studios for a while um she is part of the reason why it has been such a massive success uh, but she is one of the main people in the like visual effects departments um and unfortunately as of late that has been one of the biggest complaints about the Marvel movies and shows that the effects don't look great uh, and that people doing them are overworked and underpaid. Uh, and so, yeah, it seems like she was fired maybe as a result. That's a little bit of speculating on my part, um, but it seems to fit. Um so yeah, I I don't have much more to say on on that. Besides that, I I don't know if that you know there's like this is the deeper meaning behind Victoria. That yeah, I uh, I there you go. I don't have any context for this. I've seen her name in the credits for years. I always wonder yep. about those producers. Like who are they? What is their effect on the movies? What are they like? I I don't have any context for her as an individual or what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one for sure, though. So we shall see. Um, uh, but yeah, Melissa, you have the last little bit here. Yeah, this will be document. fun. Take it away. So this weekend, I went to go see The Room, a special screening mm. of The Room. Have you seen The Room before? I have not. I have not seen The Room or that what? other movie that's like a document, not, not, not a documentary, but like a, the disaster like a artist. Yes, I have never seen. Wow. I the room based on what you've told me about your lovely partner, Rachel's taste in film. The room seems like something she would have made you watch. There you go. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. You ought to. I, 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 I feel like this should be on my list of shame as a like one to punch um just because i it is widely talked about as such an interesting story such an interesting person like that it, it is about just a weird and wild story um, mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know i i first saw it in a like a classmate's dorm room in college with like a, a group of a cu- couple people and i don't remember mm-hmm. if we watched it pure or if we watched like a riff tracks of it or something like that. Mm. I think we watched a riff tracks of uh, the Star Wars holiday special. I think that's how we got into that one. We might have watched the room pure raw uncut in its purest form. I 
the room is delightful. I <laughs> there's something very charming about how inept it is, how inept but very sincere it is. And I've been to the midnight showings once or twice before where you throw the spoons. It's like, you know how Rocky Horror Picture Show, you can go see that at midnight and the people will be in costume acting out the movie, like kind of shadow, what they call it, a shadow cast in front of the screen. Yeah, Yeah, and like, yeah. When certain stuff happens in the movie, you react a certain way. You have certain lines you say, certain things you do with props. They had something like that for the room. But the there's lots of dialogue you shout out. Like, the film is set in San Francisco. And there's these long panning shots of the Golden Gate Bridge. And as it pans across the Golden Gate Bridge, you're supposed to shout, Go! 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 Go. And if it finally reaches the end and you get to land, then you're like, yeah, or you like boo if you don't get all the way to land. <laughs> if there's an establishing shot of the houses that look like the ones in full house, you're supposed to go everywhere you look. So like just all these <laughs> little so cues like that. And in the. There's not one titular room, which is part of the enigma of the thing. It's largely set in this apartment that has several rooms. Uh, There's no one room that the room is about, but in one of them, in the living room, there's this little room is in our hearts. I the room is the friends you roomed (laughs) along the way. (laughs) There's a in the living room. There's a small picture of a spoon. Like it looks like it's supposed to be generic decoration art for like a kitchen, but they put it in the living room. So every time you see that spoon, you're supposed to throw these plastic spoons at the screen. That's what we used to do at the old theater. So this weekend I went to a showing of the room featuring star Greg Sestero, Mm -hmm. not Tommy Wiseau, who's the guy I'm sure you've heard of. But Greg Sestero, his normal friend who had to be put through all of this, the, the second lead of the movie. I'm Greg the Sestero. Here. <laughs> right. So Greg Sestero, he's the one who like wrote the book that the disaster artist is based off of. It's based on like okay. his perspective of these gotcha. events. So he's going to come and do like a live commentary on the movie, uh, which was delightful. I. <laughs> He did it up until, well, he said he would only do it up until his first sex scene. So we only got his commentary for like 15 minutes. Uh, but then after the movie, he came back and he did like a pretty fun Q&A. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> Interesting. But it was, I hadn't been to one of those audience participation movies in a while. And I went with like one of my buds from Trivia, who apparently has mm-hmm. done this a bunch of times and knows the whole script. And he was the one like leading Oh, yelling awesome. of all the stuff he's the one making sure like if this thing happens if this thing happens on screen we all have to do this he'd like put himself in charge of that it's such a fun energy to be around especially if i i hadn't done it in years mm-hmm. i need this for more things like not so many things that it stops being special but we gotta make more audience participation scripts for more movies there you go there you go um, I, I, while you were talking, I thought of one that I think would be an interesting one to, to, to do. Uh, not that I have an idea of what the participation would be, but I think a good fit would be Deadpool since he does often break the fourth wall, right? 
like in in, in a way for for him to like egg the audience on somehow some way uh i think that would be kind of neat no what i'm talking about is like the movie exists as it is the audience adapts what they yell at the screen and what activities they engage in in relation to this fixed i got film so i mean i and like Deadpool's so meta to begin with. I don't know if like the audience could make up its own reverse conversation for every time Deadpool talks to you, the audience. I don't know if he leaves enough room for you to fill in a second half of the conversation, but maybe you could. Yeah, I, I just think be, be, because he is so like fourth wall breaking, like that there is opportunities to like kind of engineer a movie like that. Are you thinking of Blue's Clues where like Steve looks at you, the audience, and he's like, what clue did you find? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's smart. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Uh-huh. That was my favorite part, too. I think we have very different approaches to what audience participation <laughs> no, means. Like I, no, like I I, I, I do we really really mean like the stuff that you see for rocky horror picture mm. show where it is th- th- throwing the rice or like you said throwing the spoons at certain mm. things or you all shout a certain thing that is just kind of absurd at that yes at this thing like i want that but i i could i could absolutely see that being in some deadpool movie um mm. and i i just i, I think it, it would it's a character that fits it, but but like fits in a way that I don't think fits with your what you were thinking, right? I'm mm. I was thinking more of like you could engineer this, like you, you could try and make that a, a a thing. Where I know like some of these like or all of these examples, the movie wasn't made so that you would do these things. Yes, the audience members just kind of started it, and it became this like cult thing that you mm-hmm. do. Um, and it needs to so be yes, this li- understand this, that part too. This living growing text. Like I have full respect for gentle minions, but I don't know if pe- I don't know if the kids did something besides wear business wear and like bring bananas. I don't know if somebody went to see Minions the Rise of Gru enough times to like tell all his friends on TikTok. All right, when Gru says this, you say that. Like I don't know if there's going to be midnight repertory showings of Minions the Rise of Gru, although I'd love to hear if there were. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wait, 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 was it that one or was it Boss Baby 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 that there was that whole no, TikTok was- thing of all of the like the That's kids what in the I'm suits. Talking about- it's minions yeah. colon the rise of Gru. yeah like i i i feel like that is the start of a new one like that. <laughs> you, 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 you know what i mean you have to come in a suit you have to do x y it's like yeah that that i feel like is where it starts is like there's a I, tiktok trend of something happening at some movie that is just dumb <laughs> i there needs to be a script there needs to be the movie calls unknowing it calls to you and you respond you shout something at at it perhaps light props are involved casual actions 
One time I saw a midnight showing of Scott Pilgrim where it had a shadow cast. Like it wasn't audience participation. There wasn't anything I did except sit there and admire this thing. But they had the people in the costumes acting the movie out along with the movie. And like whenever Scott would destroy one of the exes and like the video game coins would burst on screen, they would throw like chocolate coins and parade candy out into the audience. That was rad. We need more stuff like that. Either like you perform the movie along with the movie or the audience does something. The audience responds to the movie. I'd love to see it like with like Sonic because when he gets hit, you're supposed to lose all of the rings and stuff. So you could like throw a bunch of gold rings or chocolate. That'd be a fun one for kids. Yeah, just like do the Rocky Horror approach, but make it kid friendly. So get like eight year olds in on the game and then slowly work them up to the rooms and the Rocky Horrors. Do it for Sonic. Exactly, exactly. I want to see this done for a straight drama. I want to see this done for There Will Be Blood. I want to bring a straw into the movie theater. You have to keep making sucking noises. <laughs> I, I'd i have to watch the movie again, but I'm sure there are like, that's a quiet movie. There's lots of silence in it, which is plenty of time for you to just yell things at Daniel Plainview. You get to do a Daniel Plainview impression. That's so fun. Yeah. I'm an oil man. Just doing that for two hours. My mind is always trying to be like, what's the most inappropriate movie you could do it to? So, yeah, something that is like very serious, like a very serious drama. Women talking, (laughs) right? Like, make one for that. I feel um, like it needs to be a very serious drama that is not about any capital I issue. <laughs> like, sure, I don't want to yeah. get into that uh, territory. So not a right, women yes, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. or a but Schindler's List. See, but I could also see it on something like Fast and the Furious, right? Like, huh! take Tokyo Drift and, like, do something with that. Like, every time you see Han, like, eating something, you throw a pistachio at the screen or (laughs) something like that. Every time you you see the the little Hulk car, you have to scream, Hulk smash! Uh, See, this is what I'm talking about! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, like, there'd be fun stuff like that. I would love to see a kid's version like we did mention i think the rise of guru would be perfect for that um i don't know i yeah there's just that like you can do it with a lot of things but there's certain ones that that like once you come up with an idea i feel like it's just like oh that's it that's what right. you need to do i i think i thought about michael clayton <laughs> Everybody no shows up to the theaters no dressed. Like, like you're just reciting the the red book back at the screen. Everybody shows up dressed like Karen Crowder with a, with a baguette in hand. Everybody brings a baguette. Yes. Or you put like a couple people in charge of bringing a lot of baguettes and then they hand them out to the audience. (laughs) You just have one brown paper bag and everyone has to donate a baguette. (laughs) Uh, Leave a baguette, take a baguette. 
<laughs> but then you could like donate it to like the local food shelter or something like that. That'd be fun. Um, mm. <laughs> rowdy showing of Michael Clayton plus food drive. I don't know. I'm just like, you don't want to waste that food. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I would love to sit there and just eat the bread. I'd love to go into the movie <laughs> theater too. and pull like a baguette out of my purse. The biggest one, my purse will fit. <laughs> just gnawing on bread. Just <laughs> unsheathing a, a sword. Yeah. <laughs> God, I got to find a good bread movie this year. I don't know what it is. We have to find one that beats Michael Clayton. Just that his giant bag of just like. 30 baguettes it's not that that much but still it's just like he has all baguettes there i don't feel like you'll find one that beats that (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't have to be a bread bread doesn't literally have to be in the movie but i need to have a movie with the energy of i can bring a whole baguette into the theater and just slowly eat it i almost did that for titanic that would have been fun (laughs) the 25th anniversary 3d showing of titanic Right. Yeah. Um, God, I, I I don't know. I am trying to think of any other good ones, but there's nothing coming to mind. Movie theaters the need to do more rowdy screenings. I believe the Alamo Drafthouse did this with cats when there were some people who sincerely wanted to go see cats sit there quietly appreciate it. And other people who just wanted to get drunk and like point and laugh they're like, we've got separate screenings to like keep those audiences separate. You know, welcome to, they believe that is what they called it. Rowdy screenings. Yeah, and I want for these sure. for everything. I want a rowdy screening of Dune 2 where I can just yell at Dune. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that this also kind of reminds me, I, a week or two ago, I mentioned this, like, would you go to a $5 mystery movie at your local yeah. theater? So we, we saw, we went, when we went to go see Shazam, there was a, like, not preview trailer, but like a, a commercial for my local theater about that. And uh, it, it clarified some stuff that we were wondering about, like, what mm-hmm. this is and what they do. It is a movie that is about to come out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I know it that. It is like a special, like early screening of this movie, but they won't tell you what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And it's five, five, five bucks mystery movie. I think they do it like once or twice a month. Um, and yeah, like you, you could very well like end up seeing like the like it like. If if it happens like a a week ago, for example, it's very possible like we could have seen John Wick or, or earlier um, and just been like, holy shit, like I saw John Wick a week early mystery movie stuff. Like, I think that's that's neat. Um, so now now that I know that I'm like, I, I really want to go, but I want to go in a month that I know like. There's something coming out this next month that I really want to see that might be in the next like a week or two. Um, or if it's like, like stri- strategically and I, I'd be f- f- fine if it's not that right. But also if I can like strategically just be like, <laughs> if it is something I can get in early, like sweet. Go in a fun. month where there is like some big action tent pole, but also like a kid's movie. It's like, yes. wow, I could see 
a Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One or Lyle Lyle Crocodile Two still rocking. Right. There are there there's a good handful of movies coming out down the road though that I'm interested. There's it's a John good Wick year. This weekend I, I already have my tickets for tomorrow the day that we're recording uh, this is wednesday i'm going on thursday um and then in two weeks is the super mario movie it's yes him April. i would love to go see that and then after that renfield <laughs> renfield looks awesome oh i'll eat bread for renfield that's a baguette movie <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> good stuff yeah i i i i had not watched any trailers for renfield until we went to go see cocaine there and i saw, saw one there and i i know we have both been excited about it because nicholas cage and it's a like dracula movie Beyond that, mm-hmm. I didn't know what this was. This movie looks awesome. It looks so funny. I, I'm I'm so stoked. I'm for I'm half super a second. Excited. I thought you were gonna say Dracula biopic. I mean, it, it kind of is. Hey, have you heard of that real person named Dracula? <laughs> I I need movies to describe themselves as biopics for fictional people. Why not a fictional? Biopic. That'd be great. Besides, like parody ones, like Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I, yeah. I I would love to see like fictional biopics for like Gimli from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 or just like some, just some weird characters that are just kind of like they're just there, right? And and you, you ha- yeah, there's nothing you can do, but you're just there. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I, I oh, gotta wow. find a fi- we gotta Perry Mason this and find a fictional biopic that we can convince somebody it has is- to be. <laughs> find a fictional there. movie that we can convince somebody is a biopic of a real person. <laughs> did you know that waldo was a real person and he went missing he like he actually (laughs) went missing (laughs) anyways i say we wrap things up right there uh this has been a fun one indeed but melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t Listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And if you like my written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan shirt, I got it from a company called Super Yaki, Y-A-K-I, who makes a ton of really fun, very specific movie shirts that are all like on screen graphics. It's just like Mm. title cards printed onto shirts uh, and they're super, super soft. This is truly one of the loveliest shirts I've ever owned. What's the, the like the directed by Dick Wolf, right? They, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they have something they, like that. You can get a directed by Justin Lin in the Fast and there Furious font. There you go. There you go. I, I another name that I really really enjoyed that I sometimes saw on the Flash was Speedweed. Great <laughs> name. Great name. They I love a, it. 
They're, they haven't gotten into TV. I think they're just all cineasts Movie stuff. over there. Okay. But I got you. I got you. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, well, yeah, if you guys would like to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side of the screen. That would help us out a ton. Uh, But yeah, this has been number 228 on the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.